just supposed to there's supposed to be like one of us or like a volunteer there to tell people to sign the guest book and uh to try and just like answer questions or whatever so trinidad is celebrating 9-11 no. <laughs> you are on the board of directors for we did, we did, Art we did have a parade yesterday wow yeah but it, it was, place it was in about America, wacky cars it was most <laughs> least affected by the events of 9-11 <laughs> it was wacky cars not a 9-11 parade you know yeah. i imagine that as i was in a building on the 35th floor waiting for the smoke to claim me before the building <laughs> collapsed you know the last thing i probably thought about was like a 1928 studebaker <laughs> that makes that makes sense to honor those brave men and women <laughs> in 9-11 <laughs> it was a coincidence they did have like a firefighters memorial in the middle of the street between like 5 30 and 7 last night Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, Len, I'm sorry that you you don't have to work it, though, today is what you were saying? Yeah, I've been there a bunch, and uh, I don't have to do it today. I do have to. <clears throat> oh, uh, ripped from the pages of your book, today at Trinidad Lounge, we have chicken shit bingo. No way. Yeah. Wow, I'm so prophetic. <laughs> I'm Nostra. I'm Nostra dumbass. <laughs> it's back. It's back. It's a it's, thing uh, again. Damn, are you gonna buy shirts? I don't know. I don't know if there's shirts. I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh I'm excited to be a part of it. Why didn't we get that guy who's running it as a guest on the pod? I don't know who huge. it is. I don't know who it is. Well, knowing Trinidad's probably like the mayor. <laughs> it's probably uh what's the mayor's name like turnley wainwright probably turnley wainwright <laughs> no mayor it's, Trinidad. Phil, it's phil rico which is pretty fun phil rico <laughs> phil rico up with some jizz <laughs> how about that <laughs> that's what i think i'm coming in hot today yeah even though you sound tired you sound like you just woke up no, I'm not tired. Uh, we went to the CSU Rams game last night as a family, and we all collectively got bruised up. <laughs> My Uncle Tom got yelled at for smoking cigs. And he was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It was, like, it was like eight minutes into the first quarter, and we were at the very top of Canvas Stadium, and he's like, there was no one around except for this old couple who were patiently obeying the rules. They didn't move closer to the field, even though there was like six rows of bleachers in front of them. They wanted to sit up there in the seat that they met in back in 75 when CSU was still whites only, whatever the fuck they were trying to do, whatever they were commemorating. It was their 9-11. That's where they were sitting when they found out that the planes hit Tower 1. They were like, remember that? Remember that, David? Remember how wet I was for you when we found out that those men and women were burning alive? <laughs> my uncle's up there just blasting a smooth you know having one of his cools american spirit dark green for uncle tommy and she's like <laughs> this old fucking white bitch is like oh my god someone's smoking and then she turns around she's like sir you can't smoke up here and mel said yeah no shit <laughs> yes yes nice job mel and then that's, uh that's the line of mine that i like to employ yeah no shit yeah no shit no shit oh good if there was a lund action figure and you squeezed the legs it would say no shit 
Oh, good. <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, every time that we went down to buy, you know, the fucking, I don't know, 16 beers we each had, we would just whisper <laughs> bitch into the back of her head. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun, man. Did they get security? No, there's no security there. It's a bunch of like 21 year olds, you know, it's, it's not, there's not any cops there. Okay. I thought. It's pretty much an autonomous zone. And this woman, yeah, God, as if the smoke could have even reached her if she was in front of you guys and Tom's like blowing it up and back like JFK style, back and to the left, then she wouldn't fucking... (laughs) Oh, God, how annoying. My Uncle Tommy knows how to smoke a cig in secret. You know, he did it for 25 years in his marriage. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I think <laughs> yeah, I think we've covered that before. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he went undercover as a smoker. Yeah, he knows how to sleeve a cig, huh? Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, I mean, Whoa. I remember he would pick us <laughs> Whoa, up. That was sick. That was a cool move, Becker. Becker That's did it. A- <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would pick us up and like in his truck and just be smoking cigs. Then we'd get home and he wouldn't smoke cigs. He'd reek like cigs at the dinner table. And my Aunt Julie would be like, oh, I'm so glad none of us smoke cigarettes. <laughs> just apropos of nothing. Just, oh, it's nice that we're a family that doesn't smoke any oh, cigarettes. Oh, she, w- she wasn't being passive aggressive and no. trying to get him to confess. <laughs> yeah, because like my grandpa, you know, when he got old and was begging for death, he'd be like, worst goddamn thing I ever did was quit smoking cigs. And my Aunt Julie, you know, as he's pondering the events of the korean war my aunt julie would just be like well it's, it is nice none of us smoke it's just nice that we're a family of non-smokers meanwhile i've got a pack of camel reds rolled up in my sleeve uh you know my sister has some of those fucking camel silvers tucked down the leg of her ostrich skin cowboy boot uh henry has two vapes like a walrus just going <laughs> oh we're just, we're just so lucky that we all chose not to smoke meanwhile my uncle's been smoking for 45 years but now it's just out in the open he blasts him and last night this bitch wasn't having it and we did not care and that was fun as a family to rally around our hatred (laughs) for this anti-smoking cunt (laughs) (laughs) yes you lost that sucked who'd you play vanderbilt dude the laughing stock of the sec we lost to fucking vandy Mm. meanwhile stroop's alma mater beat florida state I know, yeah, Alabama A and M, not that no, Jacksonville, still, Jacksonville State, yeah, yeah, not that Florida State is st- still a powerhouse, but still, you know, once, uh, once a top team. Well, they're a seminal team, you know, they're very important. <laughs> <laughs> nice, thank you. Jake you know, didn't get it. it. He's laughing, but he didn't yeah. get it. I did. I that's one of the rare sports <laughs> jokes I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because the Florida Gators invented Gatorade. And uh, yeah. you don't want to know what the Seminoles drank, all right? Oh. <laughs> that seminal fluid didn't catch on the same way the Gatorade did. <laughs> the Crimson Tide as well. They could only drink it once a month. Yeah. That's why there's so many sororities down there in Bama. Mm. Give it mm. to me. Give me that blood. <laughs> oh, this is your first menses. Yummy. Oh, God. Someone got on birth control early. Mm. <laughs> Oh, before I forget, I was looking at, I don't know why this old uh, post of Kyle Pogues is resurfacing, but he was uh, talking about some like undercover asshole in the Fort Collins scene a few years ago. And I'm glad I read through the old comments because it mentioned the time when you were at the boot 
and the boot had two giant American flags on stage. Oh yeah. And uh, Pogue, Kyle Pogue was once in the military and you, <laughs> you like wrapped yourself up in a, in one of the giant American flags and said, "Hey, look, Pogue, I'm all of your friends." Yeah, and that is so fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that was an early classic Sam T in Fort Collins move. Skip behind the flag and make fun of military funerals. <laughs> God, I'm surprised that show lasted. As long as it did, it was brief, but they had a bunch of shows and I made the fun, I made fun of the flag and had a table like leave or talk shit to the servers or whatever and then leave. And uh, it was annoying because like, yeah, yeah we're going to make fun of fucking the giant props behind us. Lund, uh, you're not playing fancy football with us, but you're missed. I just want to let you know that you would have been so pissed on the first day of football on Thursday. Like everything you said about not wanting to do fantasy came true. <laughs> For like you? I, I, I had Antonio Brown on my bench and I was just like, he got like 25 points. And I was like, damn, Lund would have been fucking steaming. <laughs> oh yeah. That's all it is. You know, I got sick of acting like, cause even though I would watch the games and kind of follow, you know, who was hot, what, you know, who was putting up, whatever. Week Russell to Wilson's week. hot. It turns out. Yeah. Everyone week wants to, to bang him. <laughs> yeah, good looking guy. Yeah. Uh week to week, yeah, you don't fucking know. And then to even act like you do is annoying. So yeah, I mean I played for a long time. I won one year and I got wasted during the draft. It was during the day at my friend's house. Got wasted, was like rolling around on the floor. <laughs> that was the and, year you drafted a quarterback, Nick Van Exel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was drafting my favorite basketball players. I was just yeah. dr- I drafted, you know, cartoon characters that I thought would be good at football. Yeah, your but defense no, but was I, the Mets. <laughs> I got I got Arian Foster in like the sixth, eighth round or whatever because nobody was really talking about him and he had like killer season. So I just coasted. And that's how – I mean, that's not how it goes every year. But there is a lot of luck involved. If you And then if you pay a ton – if you pay all of the attention, then maybe it pays off. But I didn't want to commit – even more than already was. So, yeah. Becker, said, did you hear the exchange that happened with Lund and my sister, Rui Fantasy Football? Did you no. guys cover this with Sharpie? No. Oh, dude, it was great. Uh, my sister, we're putting together like a money league. It's just like the close crew. And I was like, let's get Lund in there. We need two more. And my sister texts Lund and she's like, hey, do you want to join our fantasy football team? And Lund, what did you say? I'll be my sister. You be you. I said, no, I am out of the game and I don't miss it. And then Sophie responded, well, I'm going to make fun of you in the group chat. I said, I don't give a fuck. And then she said, well, it sounds like you give a fuck. And I said, well, I don't. Why don't you tell Dave, cool Hulk Hogan hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why Dave got it. You know, Sophie's, Sophie's the one that needed to get uh, some yeah. shit talked to. You nagged my dad. Out of nowhere, some collateral damage. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't care who you hurt, man. You were just lashing out in the dark. Well, she, she annoyed me that uh she's like you where she can uh she can determine what 
reality is and what other people are thinking. It's like, I'm telling you, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, I think you do. Right. <laughs> like, I don't care what you think. And it's like, nah, sounds like that makes it, that means you care even more. And it's like, no, you're just saying whatever you want. And I'm like, yeah. that's definitely the truth. <laughs> right. Sounds like you care the most. <laughs> you saying you don't care means that you have a crush on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, hey, fans, go out there and uh, find a picture of skull at Hulk Hogan and then make him a half Mexican and you have my father's head. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> How I accurate see Dave that Blonde. was. Oh, I want to see Dave Blonde too. Yeah, he could, he could bleach it. You know, he's newly single, so maybe he'll uh, oh, start God. making moves. <laughs> yeah, Sharp, Sharpie and I had a good time in your absence. Welcome yeah. back. Thanks, man. Well, yeah, I just want to uh, tell the patrons that uh, I had a very big, exciting week. You know, thank you for supporting the special. Uh, you know, it came out uh, Tuesday and people have been loving it. Buy it on, you know, anywhere you stream shit. So Tuesday we had the special. Lund came up. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Denver sold out the Sloan's Lake Alamo Draft House. Had a great night partying and showing my ass with Steve and AJ afterward. All my Elizabeth friends came and proudly told everyone they weren't vaccinated because, quote, that shit's for homos, end quote. Oh, God, I didn't hear any of that. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan Berry, Reed Berry, we were all standing around. My buddy Krusty and Garbage came. Kevin Schultz with his heart condition. And like we were on the back patio 715 Club afterward. And one of them was like, or Kevin was like, I can't get the vaccine because of my heart condition. And then just six Elizabeth kids, like not kids, 35-year-old men were like, oh, yeah, I don't have the vaccine. No way. Uh-uh. As they proceed to like, you know, smoke filterless luckies and uh, drink people's unfinished beverages that they found on the tables you know <laughs> just going around slurping up wounded soldiers i, I used to do that <laughs> of course yeah <laughs> not all the time but i did it in college a handful of times oh i've done it a bunch at the squire like people would go to the bathroom and i just come over and clear the goddamn table <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh yeah dude that's so it's uh, wild yeah, I remember someone got one of those bionic beavers one time and then went outside to smoke. Bionic beaver was just like a uh, pretty much a Long Island iced tea, but served in a pitcher. It was like the all sorts, yeah. you know, like in the old Western saloons. It was whatever they squeezed out of the rags. Yeah, I had one once and it was like, yeah, it's a fucking headache. You just know, you, you know, it's going to kick you right in the dick. Yeah, so someone went out to smoke and I was like so broke and I was eyeing their bionic beaver. And as soon as they went outside, I went over and I chugged it at their table and then just <laughs> threw up all over the booth. So <laughs> and then like, you know, like went and hid in the bathroom. So when they came back from their smoke, not only was their bionic beaver gone, <laughs> their seat was covered in vomit. <laughs> that was a fun prank. Um, yeah, <laughs> like you got X. <laughs> they, were, they come back and they're looking for Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah, where's the camera? <laughs> You're just in the bathroom peeking out from under the door. Yeah, turning my shirt inside out so they don't know it was me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And the next day, we did the uh, premiere in Fort Collins, and that one was even more raucous and fun. And then we partied, and then, uh, that next day, uh, that morning, my mom died um, because she was jealous of all the attention I was getting. <laughs> she, was, she was so pissed about everyone loving the special. She's like, I know it'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's up in heaven sucking her own dick. <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy timing. Yeah, I know. She never had good timing. You can't teach it. I know, <laughs> especially to old BT. <laughs> Elizabeth Patricia, uh, yeah, she uh, she succumbed to uh, life at 3.30 a.m. on Thursday morning. And now I've just been with my family for the last uh, four days. Just My dad drove up here at like 5.30 a.m. He just like left from the hospital after she was declared passed. And, Crank a uh, fog hat. Yeah, just fucking... Blasting ten thousand maniacs, a whole Kogan hair blowing in the in the in the wind, windows yeah. down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the first thing my dad did after my mom passed away was went and bought a bandana and a pack of cigs. <laughs> Just went full Balea. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting yeah. a promo on on God Himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, you low down, cowardly some bitch. You took the one woman who ever loved me. <laughs> now I'm gonna get my revenge in that cage in hell. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, my, I mean, if my dad starts wearing a bandana, I have to move in with him. That's like <laughs> that's the last thing I need. Um. Yeah. God, I hope he bleaches his hair. But yeah, we've just he drove up here and he, you know, my dad, he's the man. I uh, took care of my mom for five years after her stroke. Just like is the fucking man. I love him so much. He calls me. And it's like 5.30 a.m. And I'm like, oh, shit, why is dad calling? And then he's, he's like, hey, man, I'm at your house. I need to come in. And I was like, okay, two things have happened. He's either fallen off the wagon, came out of a blackout, and he's in Fort Collins somehow, completely <laughs> nude. And he needs, you know, <laughs> to be bathed by his I got to take a piss before I keep driving up to <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> before I go moon crazy horse. <laughs> Just up there giving the finger. <laughs> yeah or my mom finally like you know she's like i need some space so david you got to get out of here so he just drove like to fort collins you know i was hoping i I, you know and then i'm barely down the stairs and my dad's in the house and he's like yeah your mom died i was like oh brutal i was like oh totes a bummer dude um (laughs) you know so we like down bro yeah what (laughs) it's a real record scratch moment let me tell you (laughs) and uh probably scratching your balls you just woke up oh yeah it was all fucking you know and i was partying the night before because it was the premiere in fort collins and uh so yeah he you know he tells us and me and emily cry and hug him for like five minutes and then emily's like all right cool i'll get a bag she didn't say all right cool she was like i'll get a bag together Cause we had to go tell my sister before she woke up for work and my dad's at the sink just like you know i've never seen my father cry this much but he says uh yeah you know your mom she broke our arrangement we've been married 42 years we were supposed to get to 50 and then double suicide <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big laugh that we had like you know three minutes after he told me my mom was dead so that was important. And then we drove down and told Sophie and Mel. And Sophie oh. took it very, very bad. You know, God bless her. And then we drove over and told David Bory, because Bory's, uh, you know, family and beloved by my mother. My mom liked like six people. You know what I mean? Like six yeah. of my friends all time. She liked. She liked you. She liked Sharpie. She liked Clay DeHaan. She did not like Bobby. She never said Bobby was funny. She didn't <laughs> get it with Bobby, you know? <laughs> She loved I David. Think, I don't think she liked me. I think she thought I was okay. 
No, she did. Cause I know this because my, my mom couldn't talk very well, you know, after her stroke, but she had like sign language for you and for Chris Sharpentier for Sharpie. She would do the thing where you like put your hand three feet off the ground. And then with her <laughs> other hand, she would make a fake mustache with her finger. So that was Sharpie, you know, little, little boy. Um, and then for Lund, she would just put her arms out and blow out her cheeks and go, you know, like a big fat guy. Hot dog, hot dog. queso hot dog that was you um you don't want to know what she did for david involved shoe polish but so (laughs) so i I hit up david i'm like hey man i need to see you it's like 8 a.m you know i've never and i was like i'm in denver i need to see you and he was like okay yeah of course come over so i go over there and i didn't tell my family was coming but we all walk in and uh i tell david you know my mom died and he cries and then he pulls his head up, you know, after a minute and he says, God, I wish I wasn't wearing this shirt. And uh, we noticed that David has a shirt that says Pog 2020 with a bunch <laughs> of big butts in front of the White House. <laughs> P-A-W-G 2020. <laughs> Fat ass white girls. And then that cracks us up. And then my dad's like, wait, what's what's a Pog? And we have to tell my dad what a Pog is. And then he's on his phone searching. So it goes from, it goes from like, David, you know, a woman who loved you like a son died to uh, my dad like on Pornhub figuring out this acronym (laughs) Um, and then we had to go tell my Aunt Theta and my Uncle Pat and my Aunt Julia and my Uncle Tom and then we've just been staying with my Aunt Uncle Pat or no my Aunt uh, Julia and Uncle Tom and Levere's for the last two nights then last night we all came up here so sorry I missed the page everyone Uh, but you know had a couple things to figure out how was it with Tom and Linda? <laughs> Julie? Julie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I blanked. Yeah, it's all right. You've only been to Thanksgiving at their house a couple times. Once. Yeah, well, it felt like more because we had to get another turkey halfway through the first meal. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's the one. Tom said I was the one that smelled like smokes. Yeah, yeah, that's what he told everyone. He was like, it's not me. It's clearly this guy we've never met. <laughs> Julie. Julie, no. Julie, unlock the bathroom door. No one smokes in this family, remember? (laughs) It's Lund. He reeks. (laughs) We're all going to live forever. Yeah. As soon as you get there, he's just like, hey, smoke this real quick. Makes you smoke three cigarettes at once. He's blowing blowing smokes on you. (laughs) Good, good. You're my cover. You're my manouflage. So, uh, yeah, telling them was uh, the hardest thing I've... I mean, telling my sister was the hardest thing, but, you know, telling my aunt and uncle um yeah that really sucked dude you know my aunt's the only taylor left uh my uncle knew my mom longer than my dad did up there in cleveland so you know it wasn't a blast did you have you told drew carey yet no i can't get a hold of drew but it's gonna really ruin him (laughs) it's gonna destroy drew carey when he finds out that that woman he fingered in a frat house in 1964 (laughs) is no longer with us well, yeah, it does suck. Um, I'm sorry that she's gone. It sucked that she had that stroke right after Trump got elected. She was so furious. <laughs> yeah. She was so pissed. Yeah, they uh, announced Trump was president, and she hit the fucking ground, dude. 
My yeah. mom has had a real way of kind of fucking me over with her ailments. Uh, <laughs> what does she think about me before half of her brain explodes? You had some heat in 2016. <laughs> well, that was remember, dude. That was the day uh, I was. I've, my mom had the stroke the morning or no, the night before I was on roast battle. Uh, I woke up in Las Vegas, ready to fly out to Denver to do roast battle and comedy works. And my dad called me and said, "Your mom had a stroke. It's very touch and go." Uh, you know, we're not sure how she's going to be. And I had to fly out there and fucking, you know, call Justine Marino a whore on TV. <laughs> I had to be fake mean to the woman who got me on the show in the first place while my mom's <laughs> in traction. So, yeah, that was mm. fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, the special comes out and I don't I'm not promoting it or anything. I'm not, I didn't promote my fucking album that came out on Friday just because what's the fucking point? You know, it's all. You know, I've just had to be here for my family. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you promoted it so much anyway. People are sick of it, so it's probably <laughs> yeah. nice to get nice for everyone to get a break from your constant, you know, uh, give me money, buy my book. Uh, yeah. Look, I did a thing. Like, <laughs> Dude, I have never said I I did a thing online. <laughs> That's the worst fucking thing. That's the equivalent of typing. That's like cheers. That makes my skin crawl like people saying cheers. Yeah, now you're right. Right. I did a thing. Yeah. They buy a house. They're like, we did a thing. Oh, yeah. The baby thing. The baby one is oh, tired as hell. Yeah. Having God. a kid is tired as hell. God, I can't believe so many. Hey, look, another mouth that's going to take resources that are v- completely disappearing. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Hey, you another- know how I complained about my bitch wife all the time? <laughs> well, I winked in her. And now we're bringing, <laughs> we're bringing little Dakota into the world. Look, another carbon footprint. To bring yeah. us closer to the fucking end of everything as we know it. Yeah. That's uh, great. And one oh, more look. log on the fucking tire fire that is existence. A hundred diapers a week on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least my, my wife has big milky mommy milkers. Like, Shut up. She had them already. <laughs> we all knew she had them. <laughs> we all banged her. That could be any of our kids. Shut up. <laughs> Wait. So, <coughs> so is Dave up there? Yeah, Dave's here. Nice. Dave T's up here doing push-ups, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's using the tiki the tiki gym. Yeah, we had to, uh, you know, show him how to work Tinder. It was like, Dad, it's pretty early. But, uh, you know, he said it's a college town. He wants to teach some lessons. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing the hump motion. <laughs> yeah, he's like Valentine, Sarah B's dog. <laughs> <laughs> dog park's open <laughs> yeah my dad was blasting panama and he had a tie on the doorknob so i don't know what that means but <laughs> whoa he's already getting laid Jesus. Yeah. no dude it's uh he's you know we're staying busy right now with planning everything um but yeah you know i'm just worried about how lonely he's gonna be and like how quickly he's gonna go feral out there in elizabeth by himself yeah next time i see him he'll have tusks you know, he'll be walking on all fours, <laughs> getting in the trash. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to think about. Uh, my parents were together for since high school, you know. So it's weird to think about how that feels to all of a sudden not have that other person. And like Megan and I and you and Emily have been together for almost a decade. Yeah. It's a long time. But also like I had had, had other girlfriends. You'd had single. women. I've you yeah. you, you bedded many your sister women. included, but 
just one of the many. Just one of the many faces that I've <laughs> that I've shoved into a pillow. Dude, I would be so bummed out <laughs> to find out you betted little feet. <laughs> I wouldn't be bummed out that it happened. I'd be bummed out you guys didn't tell me and that it didn't last. Like I'd, I'd love, you know, I love Mel, but in an alternate reality where you become Sophie's betrothed, that would have been cool too. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But instead, one night uh, that we'll both remember for a lifetime. Uh, but no, it would be, uh, I mean, it would be crazy if uh, after 20 years, 30 years, and then 42 years, Jesus, all of a sudden you're just looking around like, uh, hello? You know, like in your shared home, you're like, uh, hello? <laughs> Anybody here? Yeah, you know, fucked up. Everything just, you know, she, he's used to going, you know, you know, he's, he's he served her for the last five years. She couldn't really do anything on her own. So, uh, it sucks, dude. Just, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. He did. Yeah. He's just, he's been saying weird shit. Uh, you know, like we told my sister and she totally flipped out, rightfully so. You know, just, I'm not trying to, I'm not, you know, she, it was really hard to tell her. But then we're laying in my sister's bed, me, Emily, Mal, and my dad, um, post-coital, coital. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, all, we're all slaked with sweat and nude. Um, and no, but my dad was like, I'm just so sorry that you guys lost your mom so early, you know? Like, he, he says, I knew her for 42 years. I got to know her. And I laughed really hard. I was like, I mean, dad, I think I got to know mom. You know, right. I think I had a general idea of who mom was. I sucked you know? on her tits too, dad. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not like we were, she was keeping me at arm's length until I was 50. <laughs> yeah. Dad, remember when I gave you that gift of mom's rocking hooters for eight months? <laughs> All right. The pictures you've shared, you look, you look so fake. You look like a drawing of a kid of a, like a white kid in an anime. <laughs> <laughs> the rosy like the rosy cheeks and the ridiculous hair every you know just going every which way you you look yeah. made up <laughs> i do i look like a computer generated version of a boy <laughs> like if, if they if they had an ai that was supposed to design what children looked like in 1988 <laughs> it would be me mullet rosy cheeks also every one of those photos like if, if there's a photo where i look like i'm 18 months old i'm probably six months old yeah, you know, like I was such a fucking little wad, just <laughs> crawling around begging for food you. and attention. Yeah, you came out huge, and then you doubled in size. Like the second week you were alive. Yeah, <laughs> you just look three, and you're a newborn. Yeah, there's a. Why uh, isn't he walking yet? Like, <laughs> doesn't he have a job? Ten days old. <laughs> yeah. Was was this his first day of high school? No, <laughs> this is his year birthday. <laughs> there was a envelope of folders at my aunt and uncle's house or there was an envelope of photos and it just was marked sam very big baby there's <laughs> 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 a bunch of boudoir photos of me freshly born <laughs> uh yeah that that was fun to see some of those pictures uh did some good partying out there in the clubhouse some good uh hangs yeah yeah definitely that was when i wept the hardest 
uh, was when we went out to the house to tell my Aunt Theta. My Aunt Theta, it was my Aunt Theta's birthday, my dad's sister. So she came and met us at my parents' house. And I was like really keeping it together. You know, I cried when he told me. And then there was like, you know, inter- intermittent tears. But when we got in there and I saw the fucking dollhouse I bought my mom for Christmas and all the work she was putting into it and like her, you know, her dollhouse craft setup was just right there in front of the door. I fucking went outside and begged God to take me. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I did fucking, that was the hardest I've cried, man. Just seeing my mom like with her adorable little dollhouse. Oh, that sucked. Yeah, well, and I was going to say earlier, uh, I know everybody's different with relationships with their parents. You know, one or the other is maybe you're or, or, or you're super close with both. But I feel like you're very close with both. I was way more cl- I'm way or was <laughs> way closer with my mom than my dad. My dad dies and it's like, oh, idiot dies of cancer. It's like, who cares? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> but if and I, I still am not really talking to my mom. Like we've talked a couple times since he died, but I'm still pissed at her for being like a Trump, you know, idiot, like a I don't know. So it's all complicated, but like it'll really hit me when she's gone because we've always been closer. My dad was always a guy that worked and your dad you know, was more of like a roommate in your house. He was uh well, yeah, it was like it was like if my mom knew a guy and let him stay with us because he, you know, had a, a troubled past or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like she took in a stray dog. <laughs> yeah, it was very different. I mean, we were close yeah, to a certain Your dad was a drifter for... that your mom housed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and for a while, we had his friend Chuck living with us, and oh, that was no. weird. Because then it was like the two of them, and then we're staying with these two these two best friends or whatever and then a chick that they know <laughs> uh but yeah it it'll it'll be weird when she is gone and it's weird like you're saying uh i haven't they, my dad didn't want a funeral and it, it it was you know january of this year before the vaccine so we couldn't i mean i could have driven out there but it didn't make a ton of sense and so I haven't been out there. It'll be very weird and it'll hit me differently to be in that house. Cause they've had, they've been in that house since 95. It has been home, uh, for, you know, most of, uh, my life, especially the, the second, uh, two thirds, you know, lived there when I was 12 and 13 and went back there constantly. Yeah. I mean, when you see the artifacts of him, like when you walk in and see his like quiet riot Coke mirror, and uh you know cinderella blacklight poster on the wall you're probably gonna probably gonna snap man but jeff jeff gordon with two babes on each arm (laughs) yeah 98 (laughs) right uh yeah that'll be different well and also like my mom did a good job with uh i think evan might have helped her with like the memorial site and that hit me because it was a bunch of old pictures it was like them like i said them uh from their entire adult lives and even you know uh high school i liked and, that memorial site i remember when it clicked on like where to donate you know in his memory and it took you it rickrolled you and took you to never going <laughs> to give you up i thought that was a classy move oh you know what i didn't think about until like two days ago <laughs> is uh uh his name is richard lund so dick lund but also lund in hindi is penis so over in india 
<laughs> His <laughs> name Dick was Dick, Dick Penis. <laughs> 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 so that's pretty fun. I wish we could have gotten over to Bombay for a week or two. Yeah, just so you could get that one in way too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to just, just have a bunch of people giggle. It's like when you had gout. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept telling everyone, you'd be over there like, hi, this is my dad. His name is Dick Lund. Dick Lund, <laughs> then, get it? Yeah, get it? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> hey, cab driver, I got to tell you something. <laughs> my name? Uh, yes, it's Nathan Lund. And yeah. this guy is is Richard. He goes by Rick, but also in America, Rick can be shortened to Dick for some reason. So yeah, that that was a chuckle in the shower a couple nights ago. That's a good one, man. Uh, yeah, Lund, uh, you really came through on that phone call with me and Emily, dude. You know, we love you. Well, it was I love you too, and it was nice that I was at work, but the bar was completely empty, so I was able to take the call. Yeah, and have some idiot asking what we had on draft when there's obviously <laughs> two Coors Banquet handles right. right in front of their face. You guys have like a you guys have like a hidden keg somewhere that has my favorite beer. No, yeah. it's Coors hey, look, or Coors, motherfucker. We got MGD or we got Fruitopia. Those are your choices. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Fruitopia. I wish we had Fruitopia in the gun. <laughs> yeah. And Becker, sorry to break the news to you right here. I Nathan told me. Oh, well, thanks for reaching out. (laughs) (laughs) No, you were, you were being private about it and I didn't want to fucking be rude. I didn't know. He told me more because of the dynamics of the podcast. No, dude, I'm, I set myself up to just blast you. I assumed you knew (laughs) because when I made that joke about my dad being single, you made a face. I was like, yeah, he he knows what's up. Yeah. And I've been crying this whole podcast. This is rough. Yeah, no, oh, man. I know, Becker. I love you, pal. My dad loves you. You know that. Yeah, tell Dave I said I love him, too. I will, dude. Yeah. And hey, you know, fans of the pod, like, do me a favor. Don't reach out to me. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, if you see us at the live pod uh, this Saturday, right? At High yeah. Plains? High Plains. Yeah, you know, like, if you could just do me a favor and not be like, hey, sorry about your mom or like, sorry for your loss. If you want to say something nice to me, just come up to me and say, she had him. Right? <laughs> that's, that's that's just a nice way to uh, let me know you're thinking about me, everyone. She had him, or I bought the special. special four yeah, times. Yeah, I, bought, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't just rent it; I bought it, and not in standard definition either. I went high def. I wanted to dude, see all those pores. Oh, dude, the pores are out and ready to be excavated. <laughs> so many people have reached out and been like, "Hey, how can I buy a physical copy of this?" It's like, what? You want a DVD? You want a goddamn laser disc? What are you talking about? <laughs> you just come out of a coma, Encino man? What's happening over there? <laughs> no, some people are just nerds that like having physical copies of shit. Yeah. Yeah. As Becker shows us everything on physical, his wall. Yeah. All my physical copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you could get a the TIG drawn <laughs> special on VHS. That's cool, Becker. <laughs> <laughs> How, uh, what's the best way for people to buy it? Cause you're asking me and I realized I never checked what the best way to do it was. Oh, you know, I think you just buy it anywhere. If you live outside the U S you get it on Vimeo, I think, but I think Amazon prime has the highest video quality. I think okay. it's on there in like 4k. Um, but yeah, you know, Apple TV, Amazon prime, Comcast, anywhere you get it is good. Um, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Jim uh, hired his railroad lawyers and told me that dogs eat out of the bowl. And if I want to feed, I can get on all fours. No, I'm kidding. Jim's been very good. And uh, it's just, I think that, I don't mean, I don't need to discuss the specifics of the money, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually get paid out. Let's get into it. Okay. So there's a thing called comedy dynamics. I mean, I didn't even <laughs> promote my album that came out in comedy dynamics. I sent an email out to comedy dynamics. I was like, Hey, I'm not going to be promoting right now. So my mom just passed. Everyone responded. Hey, thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we understand we're here for you, whatever you need. And then, uh, the head of comedy dynamics sent me a passive aggressive text message being like, wow, your special is number two on iTunes without any promo on your behalf. And I responded, Hey, no need to apologize, but my mom just died, brother. So don't worry <laughs> about it. But I'm not going to be on the socials begging for eyeballs, you fucking <laughs> prick. God, that's the closest I've come to lashing out at anyone physically. I went out and found a homeless guy. And I, oh, fuck, I got to let him out of that cage. <laughs> I was going to sacrifice him to the altar of pain that I've been living on. <laughs> God, what a doof. Yeah, what a doof. She wasn't in that email I sent out, but... Uh, Oh, you know, so that's part. Well, yeah, that's so. why I said no need to apologize. But my mom's dirt. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's currently sucking the devil's dick. So yeah. uh, forgive me if I don't say I did a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a heckin' good boy I've been. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Get the word out about comedy dynamics. Right. But I think we're going to have like a really nice, we're going to have a very nice ceremony uh, at the Denver Botanical Gardens. That's going to be the move. And uh, instead of a headstone, we're just going to uh, donate to Isis in her name because that's what, <laughs> that's what she would have wanted. No, we're going to get her a big old tree at the Botanical Gardens. That'll be nice because I can go visit it whenever I'm there. Is that allowed? With my secret wife. <laughs> whenever I'm there on dates. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> In the garden, blasting cigs, bowing at people in the tea house. <laughs> My mom loved bowing. The two things that the two things that happened to my mom, like, you know, after her stroke, her personality really didn't change, but two weird things happened. <laughs> she started whenever an airplane would fly overhead, she would stop talking and look at it and then tell you how many airplanes she counted that day. There's always an update on how many airplanes she'd seen that day. And that was very important for her for some reason. And then also, another thing that would happen is whenever Asian people would walk by, she would laugh at them. <laughs> and I don't know why that is. She was never rude that way before her stroke. But for some reason, when Asian people would walk by, she would nudge me, point, and laugh. <laughs> was she and just internalizing it before the stroke? <laughs> That's, that's a good question. <laughs> Got shook loose. Yeah, maybe she was like, who cares, you know? <laughs> I'm in this chair now. I can live it up. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, dude. There were so many times when like, I would see Asian people coming and my mom would like be like, and I'd be like, no. No, mom. That's not what we do. That's not correct. God bless her. I mean, it was just something rewired in her brain made her crack up whenever, you know... <laughs> A lovely family would walk by. She'd be like, get a load of this, you know? <laughs> Julie. Julie. Julie Peep. <laughs> Little boy. <laughs> Fuck, dude. When, when we went out to uh, my parents' house, Gordy ran in the house and was like flipping out because he couldn't find her. And that was brutal. It's been mm. so brutal, dude. 
Then he took a pee on the couch, and everybody was like, oh, look, he's the dominant one now. Yeah, Gordy's the alpha now. He never, he was always scared to pee in the house Yeah, when she was there. And then he was like, oh, hell yeah, time to piss. Because my mom has that BB gun she used to shoot deer that came near her roses. She would just (laughs) put it in Gordy's mouth and say, I'll fucking do it. (laughs) I will fucking do it. Give me one goddamn reason. But yeah, I mean, it sucks because like, you know, you always see people post about like, my mom died. And when your mom is alive, you're like, oh, that sucks. I'm, I feel for them. But like, sucks for you. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Sucks to suck, loser. <laughs> Should have been a better kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then when it happens, it's like the most definitive thing that's ever happened to me. You know, my mom loved me. I loved her. I went out of my way to make sure she felt included after her stroke and shit. <clears throat> like, my dad was the man. My sister loved her. She loved my wife. She loved Mel. So, like, I think that there's nothing really to feel, you know. She loved, she loved half of Mel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she laughed at the other half. Because <laughs> he's half Korean. But uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know if the fans know that. No, no, I know you had to. You had to say it. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, dude, I don't know. Like I've I haven't cried since that first day because it's kind of like, you know, the stages of grief. It's like denial. Well, you can't deny what happened. My mom no longer is alive. Anger. What's there to be angry at? It's not going to change anything. Uh, bargaining. God isn't real, and the devil reigns in heaven so who am i gonna bargain with you know uh depression that's not my mom would always be like nothing gets figured out when you're crying my mom thought crying was so self-indulgent and that's really coming out in me right now because it's like whenever i get like i when i could cry i'm like well that's not going to change anything that's not going to help anything if anything they'll just make like my dad sad or my sister sad so it's like i think i'm just right there at acceptance man and it's really weird i thought this would shatter me but I'm like doing okay. And that feels bad to say, you know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think being logical more than emotional helps with a lot of that stuff because yeah. instead of being like, I can't believe it. And why would this happen? You're like, this shit happens every day. And yeah. Believe it. You know, <laughs> like I said, Oh, it's so weird that my unhealthy dad got cancer. No. And then for him to die of that cancer, it's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so yeah. breaking like news. <laughs> <laughs> Pant thrown in trash. <laughs> guy, guy who hated vegetables dies young. And I mean, yeah. 66, it's like, yeah, young. I'm getting annoyed at all of the people who are like, uh, my dad just died at 82 of COVID and it was so, uh, it, it didn't have to happen. And it's like, yeah, but also well, why don't you be a little stoked that he was 82 instead of 35, you know, Right. and you were seven, like nobody yeah. can really do that. I mean, people do, but I feel like, I mean, you're showing your ass. I think if you are a full grown adult and you are losing your shit, I have a friend on Facebook that can't stop posting about how her dad died. And it's like, Jesus Christ, do you think posting about it every day is going to make it better? Or are you going to fucking like eventually get over it? Or are you just going to, I don't know. I mean, you're just like, I don't know. I know that everybody's different and I feel bad for her. She's nice. 
but also oh, yeah, it's also like when they say like oh my dad died at 76 years old of covid and it's like cuts to last known picture and it's him at sturgis doing belly like body shots it's like well <laughs> you know they could have done something to prevent this from happening yeah i mean my mom you know she was she had you know a stroke uh and five years we got five years with her and it ruled and those were five bonus years you know and uh, she was forced into retirement. She still would have been working. You know, she's fucking passed away at 69 years old. She didn't drink a glass of water in the last 25 years. All <laughs> of her liquids. Yeah, all the liquids just came in the form of Kahlua, you know? like <laughs> My dad quit drinking, but he loves soda. And he, I think he'd alternate between, like, diet soda and full-blown. Yeah. And uh, it was like, yeah, have some, get some water in the mix. Well, it's no. just like like people someone said like one of my cousin's friends you know all the friends rallied they all came over uh at my aunt's house but one of them was like it's just so surreal we saw her on like i saw her on tuesday after my special she's i sat down with her when the theater was still had some people in it and she was like it was good and i was like I'm so glad to hear you say that and she was like and i would tell you if it was bad and it's like <laughs> yeah i know mom i know who you are i'm well aware of <laughs> my mom used to tell me like when i would bomb she would be the first one at the side of the stage. Like as soon as I got off stage, she'd be like, Oh my God, that was fucking brutal. They hated you. What the fuck happened? What the <laughs> hell happened up there? Usually you're good, but Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah, so she, she liked was, the special. She was not withholding, but she also wasn't doting. She wasn't a gusher of a, you know, I mean, she also has two cool kids, but she wasn't like one of those. That's just like so supportive of her, you know? Oh Yeah half of a you know half of an asshole <laughs> kid that's yeah. not doing anything like uh so yeah she, she she loved us but she wasn't gonna like you know uh, lie for our benefit you know right. she didn't sugarcoat anything except for you know my sister's so, uh medicine when she was a kid when the rim of her glass if she was sick of the salt oh dude my mom fuck we had dinner on tuesday at uh Cucino taco and of course, she orders her mojito, takes a sip, and then I got to go up to the bar and get her a shot glass full of simple syrup because she was such a fucking hummingbird at the end, you know, <laughs> just love syrup. But yeah, the last memory I have of her is walking her out of the theater. I walked her all the way out with her on my arm and I was making her laugh the whole time. And then I put her in shotgun in my dad's car. She gave me a big hug. Uh, buried her head in my chest, told me she loved me. I said something that made her laugh, and then I shut the door. So, like, I have that, you know? And then 36 hours later, not even, 28 hours later, she's gone. And it's like, it's not surreal. You know, like, it's the most real thing there is. People die. That's what we're all here to do. That's, like, the only real purpose we have on Earth. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I we... we it was going to happen and i'm glad that uh i'm glad it happened like after she got to see sophie become the head of the spa and she got you know mel and her got engaged and she just saw that you know we had people that loved us and she got to see me achieve a little bit of success and she could have been dead five years ago man and that would have been really really bad but she wasn't and that rules yeah now i just have to uh find and kill donald trump <laughs> which i can say now because he's not the president <laughs> he did this to it's, her him being not, elected did this it's not political it's personal yeah exactly <laughs> 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 yeah it's just you know it's a blood oath i swore that sucked uh because 
it was so <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that he fucking won anyway. Yeah. Neither could your mom. Her brain was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, my mom's brain was like, BRB. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, it was cool to be able to talk to you and laugh the way that we laughed when my dad died because that's all you can do is yeah. stay positive, cry a little bit. But yeah be glad focus on the good there's yeah. a lot of good, uh between my dad and me it's annoying that he and my mom have gotten brainwashed and uh, that kind of feels like sometimes i just feel bad for them as opposed to like being angry with them it's more just like shit man they're not the only ones it's not like everybody else is killing it and is like a complete uh genius so what are you going to do? And and I'm grateful for what I have, which is a, a chosen family of uh, some of the smartest, funniest people I know. And well, yeah. I, you know, so yeah, it's all. It just makes you realize like, you know, like I love you and Becker, I love you as well. But like Lund and David Borey are incredibly important to, to my mental health. And to go over and tell David, I've never seen David cry before, you know, um, and he wept heartily for my mother and then revealed that he had a fat ass white girl shirt on. And that was fun. <laughs> but like, I remember driving from my aunt Theta's house to go tell my aunt Julie and having to tell my aunt Julie was the hardest thing. Uh, you know, like my dad, my dad told my sister and that was like, I was in the room, but I told my aunt Julie and I was like with Emily and I was like, fuck, I just wish I could talk to Lund right now. And I did talk to you and you made me laugh a bunch. Um, yeah and it's just fuck you know we're so lucky for so many reasons well uh, yeah and, and being down here in a small town it is uh wild like working that firefighter thing the dumb the dumb shit people will say that they you know just have learned is something that other people say that they are around you know like their people it can't compare to the shit that you say to you know like i said to some of the smartest funniest people in the world most creative people that i get to call friends people will fucking look at the wall of dead fire i don't know if i've talked about it but there's portraits of the 343 dead firefighters from new york city on 9-11 and then this lady that lives right by me painted them uh years ago and it, and she lives down here so it's uh, on display and people will come in, and most of the people that come in look at those 300. They don't look at all 343. They look at the wall for 10 seconds, <clears throat> and then they just start hoping that somebody in the room wants to hear them talk about how long they've lived in Trinidad, where they went to high school. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking, <laughs> it's insane. Instead of being able to, like, have any, you know, like, greater insight by looking at, you know, or whatever, you know, people just will fucking... Uh, start start talking about god you know just like oh yeah and then i'm just like <laughs> i'm just like they're a hack for like being a person like instead of a hack comic they're like a hack american you know where <laughs> it's like well i just know that god was there that day and it's like yeah i guess why don't you come up with something better than that yeah i mean like i it, think the god that was there that day was allah and he was high-fiving everyone <laughs> he was know? doing the worm <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're right a god was there that day <laughs> not the one whose fucking biscuits you're eating brother all right 
Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's been annoying to – and I think you and I have talked, maybe not on the pod, but just how, how people will rely on um, – not euphemisms. What is it? Uh, colloquialisms. Colloquialisms, yeah. yeah. And and act like it's some insight. Like Yeah, they'll be like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that's deep, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, you said it, brother. God yeah. damn. Uh God is good, <laughs> you know. <I'm> like <laughs> I before E, except after C. You know what I'm saying, man? Uh, you got to look both ways before you cross that street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's been it's been a lot of that at the uh, firefighter thing, and uh, <clears throat> I guess you know if I could still feel bad for people, be like, well, you know, they don't know what to say. It's a heavy thing, and so they don't like come up with a poem and it's like no but there is middle ground i think people are just playing it safe they don't want to say something that that can could be made fun of or that isn't right so they just rely on things that they think are safe and it's like yeah but that's not what that's not you saying that that's something your dad always said or your right. <clears throat> pastor said one time you're like oh i'm gonna remember that one that's my thing i think i was laughing with sharpie i can't remember i think it was sharpie though where you know everyone says i'm here if you need anything if you need anything i'm here and just how funny it would be if you were like all right pat sutton you know what i need you to suck me that's what i need right now (laughs) the only thing you could do to help me feel better in this moment is if you filleted my tepid hog so yeah it's not gonna be that hard because i'm gonna be sad i've been crying i'm dehydrated i don't have any salt in my body but yeah, you know what would really help me out is if you would gag on my knob. Could you do that for me? We all we all mourn differently. Look, I'm grieving. It, I uh, have you post? You haven't posted about it, right? Of course not. Okay, so yeah, yeah well, yeah, I didn't either because I don't need the noties. But if uh, <laughs> I post that your mom died, yeah, you break the news. Or you, <laughs> yeah, you scoop me. <laughs> hey guys. If you could, just please reach out to my best friend, <laughs> former lover, Sam Talent. He's going through a real rough... I don't want to be the one to say, but I am going to say... But DM me, and I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the, the hot goss. Yeah. No, uh, I, another thing that is very... I, again, I know it's just how it is, but it doesn't mean I can't doesn't mean I have to love it is when somebody posts that somebody died and there's just a hundred comments and the way that people choose to write something is funny to me because sometimes they'll, you know, say very safe things. So sorry for your loss. Oh, I can't believe it. And then some people will just, you know, when anytime anybody uses an exclamation point, I'm, I always think it's funny where it's like, <laughs> I can't believe he's gone. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> If you need anything, it just conveys a weird kind of emotion. It's like Regis Philbin's giving you condolences. <laughs> I can't believe you're gone. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> what a crime. <laughs> she loved you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I, I guess there's no wrong answers, but there's kind of are. You know what I mean? You can well, still. Here's uh, something that gave uh, me some comfort uh, in my in this moment is that Ed Asner passed like five days before she did. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know, my mom's first girlhood crush was Ed Asner, which we found out in New Orleans at a restaurant. And she gesticulated wildly at a celebrity photos on a wall. 
and there was like john wayne up there you know there was like a bunch of just uh, hot dudes and i was like who and she and she like wrote it out on her app that her first crush was ed asner so hopefully they're up there just you know sipping my ties out of regis philbin's skull and uh <laughs> bionic beavers for everyone yeah exactly um but yeah dude so Wait, hey so wkrp yeah. in cincinnati because he was the boss or whatever no i think he was the boss on uh mary tyler moore oh, okay you piece of literal shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm old but i'm not that old how dare you besmirch my mom's good name by saying she watched wkrp in cincinnati and got wet and splashed around how dare you say that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah hey everyone come see us at uh, the high plains comedy special on or comedy uh what is it festival festival we're on Saturday, right? Festivuli. <laughs> yep. Saturday at six, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Saturday at six at Mutiny. Where it yeah. all started. We get to do a live one. Yeah. From, oh yeah, in the basement. We started there. We yeah. did yeah, we did maybe the first twenty or so. Yeah. In the base in the basement. That rocked. Uh yeah, come see us, man. Let's get a bunch of chubby chasers in there. Make sure you bring a bunch of uh, weird food for Becker to eat. Yeah. And, um you know, if you come up, say hi. We love y'all. We're really, really grateful that you're with us. And um, thank you for listening to this solemn podcast. Do me a favor. Don't post about my mother no longer uh, being alive anywhere. Listeners, uh, you know, if you want to DM me, that's fine. That rules. I love y'all. But hey, if you really want to fucking support me in my time of need, how about you go get on the Patreon? How about that? That's what my mom would have wanted. <laughs> you to put up five bucks a month to listen to us to a bonus episode that's always very hilarious and very uh you know we get out there we get wild we get strange we get dirty it's after dark with lundy and becky so <laughs> yeah get on the patreon patreon.com slash chubby behemoth um like rate and subscribe we've never said that once because we're not fucking pussies because uh, <laughs> it's so annoying i know like no shit if you like something support it like why do you have to constantly shill for it and and spell it out for people if it were 2009 maybe yeah you have to tell people they have to like rate and subscribe yeah but, but i mean do that that does help us i yeah <laughs> but they're you know. doing it we got we got patreon people coming in droves every day right. we do got them damn droves baby yeah but yeah there is a bunch of uh patreon episodes now so now you've waited for there to be a gold mine now it's ready to you know it's time to collect there's 48 sick so get on there and uh honor my mom's memory by listening to us uh, talk about women who have them uh for 48 hours two days of your life you can listen to us talk about things that made us nut uh weird things becker's eaten places i've had diarrhea and that's what my mom would want you to do so go honor uh the late great betsy talent and uh mom if you're out there, I love you, and thanks for everything. And uh, I'm Paul Harvey. <laughs> <laughs>